0: You have to participate today. I need you to look your neighbor in the eye and tell your neighbor the preacher's subject is Deal or No Deal? Amen. You may be seated in the present. Deal or No Deal? One of my wife's favorite game shows is Deal or No Deal? If you've ever watched that particular show... You know that Howie Long has 26 women with 26 briefcases that will come out on stage. One of them, at least one of them, will have $1 million uh, in their case. The object of the game is to choose the briefcase that has a $1 million or choose the amount closest to it. But in order to get the million, you must be willing to take some chances. Uh, It's a game of chance. It's a game of chance. You must be willing to give up what you have in order to get the million. Deal or no deal. Jesus gives to us a number of lessons about the kingdom and we are clear on one thing that the kingdom is not a game but today it's about faith in the kingdom. We must choose to live our lives by faith and when we live our life by faith it's a chance. Uh, it's, It's a chance we take on God it's a chance in believing and trusting and obeying him. We put our lives on the line. We must be willing to make the deal. My brothers and sisters, faith is the substance of things hoped for. It is the evidence of things not seen. It is clear today that faith requires that we take risk. And faith can be risky. We have to take a chance on God. You see, you must let go of what you have in order to get what God has in store for you. Deal or no deal. I already told you faith is risky. And and, and it's risky because of what I don't know. There are so many things that God does not tell us. There are so many things that God does not reveal to us. We must be willing to make the deal. My brothers and sisters, you've got to remember that if you're going to get what you've never had, you've got to be willing to do what you've never done. Jesus said, the kingdom is like treasure. The kingdom is like treasure, treasure, treasure. And and, you know, uh, all through the Bible uh, I, I never really heard Jesus give uh, a definition for the kingdom uh, he's constantly giving descriptions and we are to uh, define the kingdom based on his descriptions I mean in this 13th chapter he said he said it's like a man sowing a seed the kingdom and then he goes on to say in verse number 31 it's like it's like a mustard seed. And then he goes on to say that the kingdom is like it's like yeast goes on to say it's like a merchant selling fine pearls. He said it's like a net catching a variety of fish. Uh, he, he my brothers and sisters continues to talk to us in the word of God and give us disc- descriptions of the kingdom but no clear definition and we are to gain our definitions as we clearly my brothers and sisters look at these descriptions so look at this description today the kingdom is like a man who went to a field and found a treasure after finding the treasure, the Bible says he hid it again and then went out and bought the entire field. The kingdom, the kingdom, the kingdom of heaven is an alternate lifestyle. It's a new world order. It's a, it's a new understanding. It's a new mentality. It it causes us to receive a new ruler, a new ram in life. You see, you've got to understand what he says. He said, it's like treasure in a field and it's hidden, Uh, hidden in a field. You see, in ancient Palestine, people didn't have uh, safes like we have today. They didn't have safety deposit boxes. And so whenever they had treasure, they would normally hide them in a field so Jesus is talking about something that they would be familiar with, and he said it was like treasure in a field. You see, you've got to understand, in the field, it was covered and concealed. Uh, Everybody couldn't see it. Everybody didn't recognize it was there. And so there was treasure in the field. First of all, I need you to understand, this treasure was valuable but not visible. Valuable but not visible. And there are times that God has blessings in store for us and and that God wants to bless us, my brothers and sisters, with treasure and we must understand that it's valuable but not always visible what do you mean by that is hidden It's hidden under something it's been camouflaged it's it's my brothers and sisters it's it's disguised it looks like something else it doesn't appear to be what it really is and you have to have the ability you have to have the spiritual ability to discern and to know what God is doing and how God is moving this treasure is valuable but not visible Ah, My brothers and sisters, you got to understand, he is able to see what others cannot see. And thank God for a pastor uh, who who has the ability, who has the hookup uh, in the kingdom, who has the ability to see some things that we can't see. A lot of us, a lot of us second-guess the pastor. A lot of us are second-guessing the vision. We started out in one direction. We were moving, we thought, in one direction. And then God has shown our pastor and has given him a glimpse, my brothers and sisters, of a treasure in a field that, that must be acquired in order to complete the vision that God has for this ministry. And there are always those who have commentary who will say what they think and how they feel about what the Lord is saying to the leader, to, in fact, the angel of the church. And there are those who will quit along the way. There are those who won't go all the way. But I want you to understand, my brothers and sisters, that there's treasure out there to be acquired. And we all have to line up with the man of God that God has placed us. Us under and let's lay claim on all that God has in store for us. Ah you see uh, we 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 want God's worldly riches but God wants to enrich us. We want to be we, we want the riches of this world but God wants to enrich us. God wants to bless us with heavenly blessings. I need you to understand what God wants to bless you with is not always tangible you can't always see it, you you can't always add it up, you'll not always be able to place your eyes on it and understand what God is doing and what God has in store for us and so a lot of times we're trying to see, we're trying to understand, we're trying to rationalize it, we're trying to put it together and I'll be honest with you as a man of God and their pastor will tell you many times we don't know what's ahead and we don't fully understand how this connects to that, all we know is God said, go. Sell all you had, go get the field. Go do what I've told you to do. And down the road, God fully reveals what He has in store for us. This treasure is valuable but not visible. Uh, am I right about it? Ah, uh, you know we have faith in a lot of things. We put more, we put more faith in insurance than we do assurance. We put more faith in insurance companies than we do uh, the assurance of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. He assures us, lo, I'll be with you always, even until the end of the world. But we don't trust him like we trust others. I mean, I mean insurance companies uh, say to you, I'll make a deal with you. I'll make a deal with you. You give me your money and I'll give you a promise. You give me your money, I'll give you a promise. You don't believe it? My brothers and sisters, most of us are familiar uh, with, with with these slogans. You're in good hands with who? You're just like a neighbor. And then we go on to say, State Farm says, State Farm is what? And, and with Prudential, we have suggested, and they have suggested that you can get a piece of the Until Andrew, Rita, Wilma, Katrina show up. I wish I had a praying church. Here this treasure is. And it's important for us to understand that this treasure is valuable but not visible. Number two, number two, number two. This treasure was recognizable. Valuable but not visible but it was recognizable. Uh, It it was hidden to some, but revealed to him. Hidden to a lot of people, but but revealed to the person God wanted it to be revealed to. Uh, You always got to remember that one man's trash could be another man's treasure. What one man gives up, what one man lets, what one man lets go of can be a treasure in someone else's life. And so my brothers and sisters is hidden to some, but revealed to the man in our text. We must understand, my brothers and sisters, that eyes have not seen nor ears heard. If you read 1 Corinthians 2, 9 and 10, eyes have not seen nor ears heard what great things the Lord has in store for those who obey his word and those who are after him. And then we've got to understand verse number 10 says that we've got to be led and directed by the Spirit. The Spirit will begin to reveal things to us and show us things and begin, my brothers and sisters, to reveal that to us that God wants us to see, uh, Bible teaches that he that has an ear, let him hear. What the spirit has to say. You see, you've got to understand that the natural mind cannot understand spiritual things. And so sometimes we don't understand. We don't have an understanding of what God is doing. And how God is moving through the man of God and moving through the ministry. And if we're trying to understand with our natural mind. If we're trying to add and subtract. If we're trying to do our math. If we're trying to figure it out. It doesn't always make sense. But God doesn't always make sense. God doesn't always make sense according uh, my brothers and sisters to the sins of this world and so we've got to follow and do what he says and so if the leader is sharing with you this is the vision and this is what the Lord has said to me listen what I challenge you to do as opposed to getting with others and suggesting I don't believe that I don't see it I don't think you know we do that don't you we get over in the bathrooms and we get on the phone and, and we begin to talk about what I think and how I feel I wish I had Praying church. But as opposed to doing that, this is what you do. Ask God. If you don't believe that God is leading the man of God and speaking to the man of God, if he says it to a spirit-filled pastor, he'll turn around and reveal it to spirit-filled deacons and spirit-filled staff persons and spirit-filled members. The key is you got to be on the right frequency. If God is on FM and you on AM, you're going to miss it. But if you open up your heart, God will begin to reveal to you what he said to the man of God. He that has an ear, let him hear. The natural mind cannot understand spiritual things. You see, he got to understand, my brothers and sisters, that this man was able to tell the difference between treasure and trash. And there are those who can't tell the difference between treasure and trash. Uh, you, you do remember, you do remember the story where, where where Jesus was talking about the kingdom. He said the kingdom is like is, is like wheat and tare. and and he goes on to share that let the wheat and the tare grow together, and I will do the separating at the end because you don't know the difference. You can't always tell the difference between wheat and tare, but God has the ability to distinguish between wheat and tare. But he said, let them grow together. And so my brothers and sisters, tare and wheat grow in the same field. We can't always tell the difference. And the only way we'll be able to distinguish is through the help of the Spirit of God. And so how can you tell uh, the difference between treasure and trash? Well, the text says uh, that the treasure will bring you joy this man goes back and the Bible declares uh, that for the joy because it brought him joy that treasure brought him joy and I want to, he didn't say brought him happiness, he said brought him joy and there's a difference between joy and happiness, a lot of us want to be happy, a lot of us want to do things uh, and we want things to be convenient for us, uh, we, we want a convenient place to worship uh, we, 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 want, we want my brothers and sisters, everything to be convenient and laid out for us, I wish I had a praying church God doesn't always give you those things that make you happy but he'll give you those things that'll bring you joy And joy, joy comes when you're in the will of God. Joy comes when you're obedient to the word of God. Joy comes when you know that you know that you know that you're doing what God tells you to do. It might take you out of your way. You might have to drive a little further than you want to drive. You might have to do a little more than you expected to do. You might have to give a little more than you expected to give. But you've got to be willing to go as far as you need to go to get joy Ah, my brothers and sisters it's it's treasure in the field and if it's treasure in the field it'll be treasure at home but if it's trash in the field it'll be trash at home I wish I had a praying church. You gonna get that later. I, 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 I heard, I heard, I heard this preacher, uh, my brothers and sisters once suggest, my brothers and sisters, it's important for us to pay attention to what we're dealing with and pay attention to who we're dealing with. You can't take trash and make treasure out of it. And a whole lot of us want to take trash and make treasure. Now God can, but you can't. You can't change anybody. You can't bring about a change with anyone. I had a parishioner sharing in the church where I serve, and he came up to me one day complaining. He said, Pastor, he said, this wife of mine, she keeps on going to the club, and she's dancing at the club. So I said, okay, she's dancing at the club. I'm, I'm getting upset with her because she's dancing at the club. She's making money dancing at the club. And so I asked him a question because I knew the answer. I said, well, what was she doing when you met her? He said, she was dancing in the club. I wish I had a praying church. So then you pulled her out of the club for a little while. They had been blessing her in the club. Now you can't bless her like they were blessing her, and you get mad at her for going to get it to help you pay your bills. I wish I had a praying church. You see, if it, 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 if it was trash, at my brothers and sisters from the start, it'll continue to be trash, and you can't make the change yourself. God can, but you can't. Am I right about it? I've stopped by to share with you today. This treasure was recognizable. And then later, as I get ready to close, my brothers and sisters, this treasure was also attainable. Attainable. It was attainable. Uh, It it, it was attainable. It was available. It it, it, it had been made available. It had had been revealed to this man. And this man decides he's going after the treasure. Uh, He, my brothers and sisters, goes after this treasure. But listen, he doesn't just go after the treasure. He goes after the field. And that's what's wrong with a whole lot of us. All we want is treasure. All we want uh, is a car. All we want, uh, my brothers and sisters, is creature comforts. All we want is the things of this world. This man doesn't just go after the treasure. He goes after the whole field. God has blessings in the field. God wants to bless him uniquely, uh, and so he goes after the field. But look at what he has to do to get the whole field. The Bible says he has to go back and he has to sell everything he has. He has to sell out. Say sell out. You see, in order to get the field, you've got to be willing to sell out. In order to get what God has in store for you, in order to go to the next level, you've got to sell out. And when you're selling out, my brothers and sisters, people will talk about you and laugh at you. Family members will look at you cross-eyed. Members will begin to wonder what in the world is wrong with you. In order to get the treasure, in order to get the whole field, you've got to sell out. Sometimes you've got to leave where you are and go where he wants you to be. Sometimes you've got to make some uh, transition. Sometimes you have to make some temporary transition. Transitions Look at what he did. He had to leave where he was, and in an effort that he might go back and sell what he had. Uh, sell what he had. Some Some, my brothers and sisters don't understand this, but in order for him to get the field, he's going to have to go into sacrifice mode. I wish I had a prayer in church. And some of y'all want the field, but to get it, you got to go into sacrifice mode. You've got to understand that, 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 that it's going to affect your decisions. Things you were able to do, you might not be able to do if you save. You haven't been saving for a house or saving for a car or saving for something. It will affect your decisions and things you used to do, you might not be able to do for a while in order to create the atmosphere so you can get the field that's available. It's going to affect your direction, the directions you were once going in. And some of the things you were planning to do, you'll have to put on hold for a while in order to get the feel that God has in store for you. Uh, We don't always like it. We don't always agree with it. But in order to get the feel, you got to understand it's going to affect your decisions and your directions. It's also going to affect your distribution. You can't put out what you were once putting out. You might not be able to do what you were once able to do, but that's all right. Uh, Once you get the field, there's treasure in the field. Everybody will understand it by and by. So the Lord called me to stop by here and share with you who are here today, my brothers and sisters. It's going to affect your time, your talent, and your treasure. It, it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to have an effect on every aspect of your life to get the field, to get the house, to move to the next level, to get the treasure, to get what God has in store. You've got to be willing to make some sacrifices. And the sacrifices you're going to have to make, as the church the Lord told me to tell you, is to follow the man of God. Without fully knowing because he doesn't know. He is not clearly aware of where God is taking him. If he were able, he would tell you he would be able to dot every I and cross every T. But he can't do it when you're operating in faith. Deal or no deal? Are you going to hear me? Are you going to follow me? Are you going to line up with my will? Are you going to do what I've called you to do? Are you going to stand on my word? How are you going to please people? Deal. A no deal. And that is the question that all of us have been asked. You ready to make the deal? Are you ready to make the transaction? Because you've got to give up everything you have in order to get what I have in store for you. Whatever I told you I was going to do, I'm going to do. And whatever, whatever, I, whatever I told you I was going to do, I'm going to do it. But you've got to let me take you the route I want to take you. And if you obey me and stick with me, they will see those who laugh and those who talk and those who run off and those who gossip, those who don't understand. I will make a believer out of them and you if you simply obey my word. Uh, You cannot get the treasure without getting the fear. He gave up all. Deal or no deal? Deal or no deal? Somebody's here today. Deal or no deal? That's what the Lord said. Deal or no deal? Are you ready for the Lord to move you and your life and your family to the next level? Deal or no deal? Are you ready for the Lord to transform you and to move you to new levels? Deal or no deal? Make the deal with me. Cast your lots with me. Put your faith in me. And I will begin to lead you and direct you. Into new areas of life. For eyes have not seen nor he has heard. What great things I have in store for you. Listen, listen. A lot of us. A lot of us just want cribs and cars and cash and clothes. But he said I got more. And if you obey me. And if you follow me. And if you follow the man of God. And if you make the sacrifices. If you're willing to give up all. Give up your comfort. Give up what you like. Give up the way it used to be. Give it up in order to lay claim on what I have in store for you. As I get ready to close, in 2005, right here in Florida, an eight-year-old girl was reported missing. People were looking for her everywhere. Finally, a call came in from rescuers. A police found the little girl in a trash recycling bin under rocks To, to let the rescuers know that she was alive she waved her hand as i get ready to get out of here i want you to pay attention my brothers and sisters because i want you to know you can find you can find treasure in trash that that doesn't look like much, that that doesn't appear to be much, that that doesn't appear to have a whole lot going for it, that that those that don't appear to have much going for them, my brothers and sisters, you can find treasure in trash. A little girl was found in a trash bin, but I looked at that because she was under uh, under rocks. But she just wasn't there, my brothers and sisters, under a rock. She was there under several rocks. But I'm thankful that we're under one rock, and that rock is Jesus. Am I right about it? But then, my brothers and sisters, I read something else in the story. I read that she was in a recycling bin. And I don't know about you, but that's what, that's, that's, that's what the Lord has been doing in my life. he has been recycling me. And the reason I'm here today is not because I've been so holy and not because I've been so righteous, but I've been recycled. My Bible said, ye must be born again. Am I right about it? And so I'm thankful today that I'm one of those who's being recycled by the Holy Spirit. Am I right about it? And then the last thing I read was, uh, in order for her to let them know she was still alive, uh, she just waved her hand. Yeah. Is there anybody here in the house willing uh, just to wave your hand? I know we don't normally, yeah, like to do a, a whole lot of moving around. But I need you to stand on your feet right quick. If you're not ashamed today, just wave your hand and say, I'm still here. And the reason I'm still here is because God has preserved me. Am I right about it? I'm still here. Ah, by the grace of God uh, yes I'm still here yes Ah, by the grace of God are you being recycled turn to your neighbor and tell your neighbor I'm still here, and I'm being recycled. I'm under a rock. Do you know that rock? His name is Jesus. Ah, 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 ah Jesus. Ah, oh.